Welcome to SaltCast. My name is Bob Turner, and I serve as the director of the Sunset Academy of Leadership Training, uh, otherwise known as SALT. And today we have a very special guest, Phil Sanders, who is with the Search for the Lord's Way program. And uh, welcome, Phil. And, thank you. And thank you. Thank you for taking time to be with us and to share some thoughts with us. I I'd really like to just kind of begin to let folks know the journey that you've taken uh, to bring you to where you are with the search program uh, and just a little bit of history. Uh, I was very enthralled by some of that, especially when you talked about being in ministry for 50 years. And so I'd, I think it'd be good for people to kind of know a little bit of the journey that's brought you to where you are. Actually, the, uh, the journey began in the 1970s. Okay. Uh, I had finished Oklahoma Christian College and was working at a, a small congregation. Not a small, it was a congregation of a hundred. Okay. Uh, and in a place called Little, uh, the Church of Christ in Little, which is in Seminole County. Well, Seminole County, uh, Weewoka is the county seat, and it is across the other side of the county, about 10, 12 miles away from where I lived. And that's where Mac Lyon was preaching in Weewoka. This would have been in 1974. Well, in 1974 through 78, toward the end of 78, I was there, and it was a great work for the beginning, but Matt called me one day and he said, Phil, I'd like you to come over and help me with a vacation Bible school. Come over and teach class for the teenagers and lead songs and such. So I, I did. I went over and we worked mm -hmm. together for a week. Well, uh, we became friends. Now, I had I had met Mac at other other times at lectureships and stuff. Right. But this was the first time we really got to know each other. And um, I was delighted to do that. Well, I went off to graduate school, and, and, uh, and during the time that I was in Mississippi going to Harding Graduate School, uh, Mac, in September 1980, began the search program after being ill. And I was in school, but one of the courses that I took while I was there in graduate school was a course by from Philip Slate on communication strategies. was the most valuable course I ever took in my life. It was an incredibly good course that talked about how to how to communicate on lots of different levels, right? And uh, their strengths and weaknesses of each of them. Well, I, I, I my my father grew ill, and I moved back from Mississippi and and school back to Oklahoma, and was preaching in a small congregation, about a hundred again, uh, on the southwest side of of Oklahoma City in Newcastle. Uh, I would go to a preacher's breakfast on Thursdays, and Mac would attend those breakfasts. And one day he said to me, he said, Phil, um, do you have anything for outsiders? And I thought that was an interesting question. Mm -hmm. And I said, yes, I had written a little book on worry. Well, I gave him a copy, and he liked it so well that he actually gave away every copy I owned. <laughs> this, this would have been in the late 80s. And uh, from that time, he would tell me what he was thinking about speaking on, and I began doing research for him. So there was a three or four year period during that time, maybe a little longer, where I actually did research for Mac Lyon and In Search of the Lord's Way, way back in those days. And uh, uh, when about 90, 91 came, I moved to Texarkana, and then from Texarkana I moved to, to the Nashville area. And uh, in 2004, 2005, I decided, well, I wanted to do television. I was thinking, I watched Mac every morning on Sundays. He came on at 7 o'clock. And uh, I decided, well, uh, bless his heart, Mac is 
is not going to, to live too much longer. He's in his late 80s and, and uh, uh, somebody needs to do something and, and we need another program of that quality. And uh, so I called Sam Clark. Uh, I met Sam, who was the one who really was the television professional behind Mag, who trained Mag to do TV, mm-hmm. taught him how to do uh, the things and helped him with a lot of stuff. Well, I had met Sam, so I, I called Sam and I said, Sam, I'm thinking about starting a TV program. Will you help me? And he did. And so he became our agent of record and he gave me tutoring and 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 uh, worked with me. And so for four years while I was in Nashville, uh, I, I developed a program. Uh, I wanted a program that was even-handed, like what Mac had produced, the quality that he had produced. Uh, what we tried to do in, in our work was not near that level, but it was done very, very well. And we had some IT people who were very qualified and a fellow who had worked with the Home Shopping Network who set up the lights and ran cameras and knew how to do all of that. So for four years, we had a little program on in the Nashville area. It also spread to the Knoxville area. And I was hoping to grow with it as time went by. And the congregation was very solidly behind me. And uh, I was doing a lot of things. I was teaching for the Nashville School of Preaching at the time and preaching full-time there and doing this TV program. So I had my hands full and life was filled with lots of good things. Um, but when that four-year period was over and Mac was that, I, I would see Mac at Fried Hardeman and I would see him at other places. And Our friendship had had uh, maintained, been maintained all the years because we'd talk each, with each other on the phone. And uh, so there was never a, a time really where there was a, uh, where we didn't talk. I mean, we would talk at least once a month or so. And uh, he was looking for someone to, to re- replace him as time went by. And he had a plan. And he uh, asked several people to come and speak on the program before he asked me. Uh, I think I was always on his short list, but I did not know that. Uh, uh, he, 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 people would ask him, well, when are you going to retire and who's going to replace you? He didn't, want to, he didn't want to discuss any of that. Mac uh, worked until he was 91, and there was a two-year period, uh, 09 and 10, and even up into 11. But by 11, I was doing most of the programs, but he'd do one or two a year. Uh, we had a, a kind of a feathering out. He would feather right. out, and I feathered in. But that, that's how that grew. But it was two things. Number one was I was familiar with both the East and the West, Number two, I'd had four years of experience on television already being trained by the same person that trained him. Mm. And uh, because of all those factors, uh, when the time came for him to reach out, uh, his son Chris had also gone to work with him at that time. And Chris was very much in favor of my coming on board. Uh, Chris did not want to do the in front of the camera stuff. Mac had hoped he would, but Chris right. didn't want to do that. So he runs our operation, and I I do the I do the preaching and the the studies. But my my education, my training with, under Phil Slate with his communication strategies and mass media, right. and uh, the work that I had done on the radio when I was in Mississippi, and the work that I had done in Nashville on, on television, all prepared me to do this work. Uh, TV and media work is an entirely different skill set. Yes. And just because one can preach doesn't mean they can do that. Right. Uh, I love the pulpit, and I'd rather preach than off seat. Yeah. But TV is a chat. And there's a way in which you can show emotion, but it's more of a chat. 
one-on-one -on -one type thing. So what I uh, had to learn to do was many, many different things. And I had to learn a whole new skill set of writing because I'm reading from a teleprompter the entire time from start to finish. But who writes that teleprompter? I do. Yes. Had to learn to write. I had to learn how to speak. Again, in a, in a more conversational way, I had to learn how to stand. I had to learn how to sit. I had to learn how to gesture. Uh, of course, with the HD, we have the wide screens now. But when I started, we didn't have that. <laughs> And if I did, you know, I spread my arms wide, it would be off screen. So that wouldn't do very well. And I did that one time. I had to call and stop and say, no, we got to start over. So, uh, you know, there are all those little bitty things and, right. and making sure you're in the lights, making sure you're always watching the camera. A lot of those kinds of things are things that you just have to learn. And the timing. Uh, I write a script, uh, uh, just under 3,000 words. And uh, I know exactly how long it's going to last, exactly what I'm going to do. And uh, I can finish everything that I have written and end up within just a few seconds at the very end of the program. Wow. And everything is, is that. And a lot of it is pacing and timing. And sure. There's some other little tricks that I use for that. But. Well, I know that uh, you've mentioned how much it's grown because the, the scope and the range of the audience yeah. uh, of the search program has, has expanded immensely from when you first started, because yeah. I remember you talking about somewhere around 79. We, we were, when I came there, we were 95 stations, but we had to drop down to okay. about 78 uh, or so because right. they had to pay my salary. <laughs> and uh, very honestly, and, and uh, years go through up and down. And, and um, uh, so uh, there was some of that. But within a year or so, we had gone from 78 all the way up to 95. So actually, while we dropped, we didn't lose those stations for very long. We went right. back on, and then we gained a bunch of other stations. And people were really responding. And then we had an opportunity to go on the CW Plus, which was 110 stations. Hmm. And so we purchased that, and that put us up a over 200. Now, we've also, since those days, bought into places like San Francisco and Washington, D.C. We bought into New York City. We bought into Denver. Uh, we're now in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, a lot of places that we had never been as strong, and we're very strong in many, many places. The churches of Arizona have rallied around us and taken most of the support of that and have done extremely well. But there are a lot of things that have happened through the years. Uh, CW put us in those 110 smaller markets so that we're in various places in Alaska more than once, believe it or not, not counting WGN, but CW. And then we have one station that we buy in Alaska that covers the entire state. And so there are a lot of things we've done. We're also on a, a station in, in Hawaii, so that... Uh, we moved from INSP, which was a religious station, right. to WGN America. That was an expensive move, uh, two to $3,000 a week. So that's a bunch of money. Yes. And, uh, but by doing that, we gained all 210 television markets, much of Canada, uh, even down in Cuba and all of mm. the Caribbean, right. Jamaica, Bahamas. Uh, we, we, we are in about 30 nations uh, outside of the United States. Uh, by radio, we cover everything from Tahiti to New Zealand in wow. the South South Seas and lots of those 30,000 islands that are there. 
And so we're very grateful uh, for that. The Pacific Radio Broadcast System uh, is, is, is hosting us. It has a shortwave situation, which is their major thing, and we're on four times a day there. We're on in Iceland. Four times wow. a week in Iceland, <laughs> yes. And uh, we send the program up, and uh, there's a brother up there that translates it into their language. Oh, wow. But uh, it is on through the entire nation of Iceland. So there are a lot of things that are taking place with the search program. Uh, we're on, we have our own YouTube channel now. And so our programs go on YouTube, and some of the old programs that Mac did are now on YouTube, and okay. we're very excited about that. Yeah. And uh, uh, our internet work uh, with our own thing. Two or three things that are exciting. One is the map that we have of churches across the country. These are churches, many of them that support search, but many of them don't. And we're glad they're sound churches that we can recommend people to go to. And it's a map that when people are traveling or people are looking for a church home. Excellent. And there are, there are really a bunch of them there. Then beyond that, uh, we, have, uh, we have songs. Uh, whenever we record our songs, we put them up online. Uh, if you go and you right-click, you can download as many as 200 songs. They're oh, wow. congregational singing. They're all free. And then we have about two years of programming up at any one time. Later in the year, it's almost three years. And uh, uh, so that you can see programs and you have the transcript you can download, the audio you can download. In fact, the radio situations that take place out in the Pacific, what they do is go to our website and download the program. Right-click, download program, there it goes. Wow. And then, and then uh, of course, we have video that you can download either from YouTube or from our, our website. Well, I want to touch on something here before we wrap this particular session up. Okay. I, I know that you made reference to the fact that you're, there's purchasing, I guess, the, yeah. the space air, for airtime. And, yeah, airtime. And all of that. And, and I know that the program is supported by individuals and congregations across the country and so for those who are listening uh, to this particular uh, podcast, share with them uh, where they can go to find okay. out information about that, where that they can right. contribute to help support the program. The, that kind of the best thing they can do is to go to our website, searchtv.org, okay. searchtv.org. And uh, there's a place where they can contribute. And we have many, many contributors and sometimes very large gifts yeah. are given to us online. Uh, with a credit card, so right. or a, a debit, you know, so they were able to do that. Uh, we have a complete listing of our where we where we broadcast. We have a complete listing of the churches. We have a complete listing of resources. We have numerous numerous resources. The Evangelism Handbook there. The Upon the Rock Bible Study is there. Uh, there are the various special booklets that we have put together. You can download them in e-file. Uh, going back quite a number of years, many of Mac's pro, uh, books are there as well. And because uh, we, we do this, and of course everything we want to do, we, we give away free. It does cost a lot of money to do what we do. Sure. We have to raise $9,000 a day. Wow. About $275,000 a month is the average. Hmm. And so that's about a $3.2, $3.3 million budget that right. we have to meet year in and year out. Uh, I don't have a full-time fundraiser. Mm. I don't have anybody going out raising funds for us. Sure. Now, we do have a, a volunteer, Jerry Western, who sets up our booths um, in, in a lot of the eastern part of the country. And then one of us handles uh, here more in the west. But uh, 
Uh, we don't have fundraiser. How do we raise funds? Well, uh, we don't ask for funds on the program. Uh, we do online and we do in our newsletter that goes out to about 60,000, 70,000 people every month. And uh, we also have a letter for every regular contributor. We send to the churches and to individuals a letter that details every money, all the money we bring in and all the money we, we spent. Right. So some months we're in the red and some months we're in the black and uh, it's, it's like a roller coaster up right. and down. And that's just the way most, most nonprofits work. Uh, but we, we, we give an account every month to every regular contributor. Sure. And so um, our books are open. Our, you know, we, we're happy to, to, to share whatever anybody asks for. And uh, we're very well known. And so that helps a whole lot. Sure. Whenever I've gone to do uh, a place, I, yes, I ask for funds. But I also go there to preach and ask me to preach. And I, I'll spend a little bit of time talking about these matters. And then I, uh, but I preach. Sometimes missionaries make a mistake of talking too much about what they're doing and not enough about the need and mm -hmm. that kind of thing. The other thing, too, is most people are familiar with our program. And what I'm asking them to do is to invest in the work that I do in getting the seed sown. That's right. And if they have confidence in me and the work that I do, then the rest of it falls into place. Okay. So... Uh, do I do I stay up nights worrying about money? No. God blesses us, and He does it really in answer to prayer. Uh, my main method of fundraising is yes through the, the, the newsletter and a few things like that, but the main method is by prayer. Well, I hope that through our podcast, we're able to help in that regards. And well, we, just, we, we do need it. I'm not <laughs> saying we don't need it. We I'm do. sure that's right because I know how fundraising goes. But just to remind everybody again, that is searchtv.org. Searchtv.org, right. Encourage people to go and look at the resources that are there and to be able to help continue to keep this work going. And, and thank you again for the time to, to be with us today. Oh, my. I'm happy. Look forward to visit, visiting with you further uh, in future podcasts and uh, to talk more about the work of the church and the great work that you guys are doing. But thank you again. Well, thank you. And once again, uh, this is the SaltCast, and I'm Bob Turner with the Sunset Academy of Leadership Training, and we thank you for listening in today, and we look forward to sharing more with you and with Bill Sanders in our next SaltCast.